The following program is made possible by the friends and partners of Creation Today. Welcome to the Creation Today show. I'm your host, Eric Hovind. If laughter is like a medicine, and if a picture is worth a thousand words, then Dan Letha is one of the greatest doctors in the world, and he's written multiple PhD dissertations. Welcome to the Creation Today show, where we bring together interviews with experts and solid Bible teaching. Your host, Eric Hovind, affirms the ultimate authority of God's Word, the truth of creation, and why it matters to you. He is the Gary Larson for the Bible. And if you were born before 1990, then you know the name Gary Larson, or at least you should know him. He's the creator of The Far Side, which was a single panel comic that came to be loved by people around the world. I want to celebrate today with you guys the life of a friend who has consistently used his talents for the past 20 seven years, actually more than that. Uh, I'll ask him exactly how many. I know of 27, but he's used his talents for the glory of God. I'm truly amazed by his constant, continual, incredible work. He's my friend, Dan Letha. Dan, welcome to the Creation Today Show. Hey, Eric. It's good to be here. Uh, you have the life, man. Let me tell you, sitting down and coming up with crazy ideas Sometimes I just wonder what all has gone through your mind. You cartoon for the glory of God. What goes through your mind on a regular basis, dude? Well, I tell you, the mind of a cartoonist is different. It's always on and it's always looking for ideas. Um, sometimes the ideas come and sometimes they don't. But um, yeah, we do have a different perspective. For those of you joining me on YouTube and on uh, Facebook uh, for social media, I, you're going to love, I'm going to go through a couple of the the works that Dan has done, and uh, I got some printed off for you here. You're going to love these. For example, this one right here, hear no creation, see no creation, speak no creator. I thought, wow, what a great, what a great single pane comic to show what the public school is doing to indoctrinate our kids. Okay, Dan, as we get into the show, you got to tell us, how, how did you get started in cartooning? Well, I started drawing like a lot of little kids at a young age. Uh, Drawing was something that attracted me. Animals and dinosaurs were something that kept me drawing. Um, and then the Peanuts cartoons, I started copying those. Johnny Hart's BC started getting me into drawing. And then um, as I got older, I uh, went to art school. And then I started getting a flavor for more editorial cartoons. Some of the assignments that I would be given at art school, they would allow me to draw Bible topics. And so we would put them on the board and then my classmates would have to tell me what I was saying in my, my assignment. Oh, wow. And I really got into that. And so making comments and help, helping people think through some things uh, became something big for me. I love editorial cartoons. And so um, later on, as I graduated art school, I went to um, back to my hometown. A lady in my home church bought the... Uh, the series Understanding Genesis by Ken Ham and Gary Parker. And so that lit my creation fire. So I had the, the art component. Now I've got the creation component. And um, I eventually came up with a comic strip called Creation Wise because of Ken's messages. And so then that cartoon eventually linked me to Ken Ham as I sent him some samples. I did the, uh, the children's book A is for Adam, the original A is for Adam. 
I call it classic now because it's been replaced. But um, <laughs> so I, I did that. I did volunteer work for Ken for two years. And then they hired me in uh, 1997 full time. And I worked for them for about what 20, almost 23 years. Wow. So you, any, did you keep track of how many like cartoons you drew in 23 years? <laughs> I, I know about how many um, after Eden cartoons. I did just over 500 of those. Um, probably thousands of illustrations for slides for the speakers. Um, I don't know how many creation wises I did. The after Edens were once a week. The creation wises were once a month. And then the Let There Be Truth, which I did for the Answers magazine for a time. I, I don't know how many I did of those. Regardless, it was a full-time job, uh, probably a little more than a full-time job, right? Just, just oh, yeah. taking it's a right. concept and trying to put it in one picture takes actually a lot of thought and a lot of work, doesn't it? It does. The simpler the cartoon, developing it is the, it's more complicated to say something simply. Um, I struggle sometimes with having too many words in my cartoons because there's so many things to explain and make sure that people know this to get to this to get to this. And so too many words is is a struggle, but distilling it down to like one image, wham, it hits you. That's that's um, that's magic when it happens. So like this one right here, the one that I just <laughs> talked about here, no creation, see no creation, speak no creator. Uh, how, how, how do you come up with something like this? What, what was going through your mind? If you can remember back then you did this, what was going through your mind there? Well, obviously the, uh, the topic was homeschooling and I had to do something in regard to that. And so you've got that aspect of kids going to school and then I'm thinking, okay, they're taught evolution. And then sometimes in a, a cartoon ideas is the marriage of two different concepts and putting it together. And so you've got that famous image of those apes, you know, here, no hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. And so I thought that's perfect. Put those together and said the, the uh, aim is to get the creation out of schools, uh, out of the kids. This, this isn't allowed. So hear no creation, speak no, uh, whatever it is, hear no yep. creation, see no creation, speak no creator. That's perfect. And so that's, it was the marriage of two different concepts. I love it. Okay. Um, you, I, I know you're not exactly like Gary Larson of Farside because his are just single pain. And the, the only point that he has is make somebody laugh, make somebody, you know, yeah. show his twisted thinking basically to the world. And he had some twisted thinking, which was fantastic. <laughs> yours, yours, yours really have an element sometimes of humor, but more than that, it seems like you're after kind of making a point, like, like, tell me like what you're what your goal is when somebody sees one of these cartoons that you've done? Well, you, you said it. That's my my goal is to make a point. Usually um, I rarely draw a cartoon just for the fun of it. I mean, to to make a joke. I'll do that sometimes because that's that has value too. just to make somebody laugh is, is good. But my my burden and my my conviction is to communicate with a vehicle cartooning or, or illustration, something that will grab the people's attention and then take that and uh and make a point with it and do it creatively and and uh and then i'm a christian too so it's not just to make people think about things that are are good to think about i want things people to think about gospel things and the bible's true and we live in a world that's anti-bible and anti-truth and so i'm going there that's that's my realm i want to uh to challenge people's thinking and um you know sometimes in cartoons you see a light bulb Yes, go on yes. in their heads type of thing. That's my mission. I love 
to see light bulbs going on in the in the minds or the eyes of the viewers that see my stuff. Um, sometimes uh, parents will hang up a cartoon on the refrigerator. That used to be the thing. And that was like, oh, that's the goal to get someone to hang my cartoon up on the fridge. No, my goal is to have someone say, I've never thought about it that way before. Wow. Thinking is the goal. And if they laugh to get there, that's great. Humor is a tool that I use sometimes, but not all the time. You know, sometimes I get criticized uh, by atheists or other people. Dan, your cartoons aren't funny. They sometimes they're not meant to be funny. Yeah. Uh, that's that's not always a requisite, or, you know, a quality that a cartoon has to have. And editorial cartoons sometimes they make people mad. Sometimes they make people cry. Um, it's it's that communication factor and hitting you in the heart and in the in the mind. That's my goal. So really, the whole point is to communicate. Communicate. That's the reason you're doing these is for communication more than just humor. I think of this one right here. I when, when I saw this one, I went that that those pictures right there make it so clear the problem with this approach. And I saw this and I don't know if you can see it. <clears throat> Right there, biblical yeah. creation, intelligent design. And I remember seeing that going, wow, that makes the entire point in two images. Yeah, one of those uh, rare moments where I had minimal words and the images really carried the day there. And so, again, the, uh, the point of that cartoon is a lot of creationists think that intelligent design is this godly movement that we need to really embrace and while it has usefulness, they have good arguments. As a movement from a Christian point of view, it falls short because, in essence, you can take anything that God has created, erase God's name, and then put the name of whatever creator you want. They, they fall short of naming the actual creator. And so pointing out that this was made by something, this intelligent design is a good thing. But that design requires a name signed to it, the artist that made it, the creator, and his Jesus Christ. So if you fall short and you, um, you say, well, anybody could do that, we just want people to know that there's a creator, that's not enough. I thought this one was powerful, the one where um, you have humanists uh, against the Christians uh, and there's people that are pulling the wrong way when it comes to the, uh, the, the Christian worldview. They're actually... They're actually pulling towards the humanist. I see that more and more and more, and it frustrates me to no end. I was in a was in a debate. It was three people, myself, another pastor, and an atheist, and I found myself tying the atheist up with a problem, and the pastor would come bail the atheist out, and I'm like, well, okay. So then I go tie the atheist or the the, the pastor up, and the atheist comes and bails him out, and I'm like, okay you guys are on the same team here. I think I'm seeing a problem. Yeah. You know, sometimes my cartoons, I would say are more aimed at the Christian audience. <laughs> and I hope that people that see those cartoons, there's some conviction there and go, Oh, you know, wait, I'm, I'm not uh, attacking this the right way. Or maybe there's some compromise that uh, they would, they would be, okay, this is in my life and I need to be fighting the right battle here. But uh yeah, we see that way too much. Compromise is, is all over the place. And so that's just the way of, of picturing that. Your truth jabs are awesome. By the way, you guys got to go check out uh, his website. It's just danletha.com, L-I-E-T-H-A. 
danletha.com. Uh, you need to go to his YouTube. Dan, you're, you're just starting to, I mean, I know your Facebook is way bigger than your YouTube, uh, but your YouTube, you're just kind of getting that going and helping people understand that. YouTube.com slash danletha, L-I-E-T-H-A. You got to go check it out. You um, Well, tell me what people are going to find because I love your your videos that you're doing to help kids learn how to draw and develop a biblical worldview. You're, tell me what all... What all keeps you busy these days? What keeps a cartoonist like you busy? Well, during my day job, which is uh, Reasons for Hope uh, these days, and I'm so blessed and excited to do my cartoons and illustrations for them. I draw Truth Jabs is my weekly cartoon feature now. And then I have another feature called uh, Draw and Know It, which is um, an art lesson and a creation lesson together. I think we're going to talk about that in a little while. But um then in my off time, I have uh, some things that I'm doing on my own. Uh, my Facebook page has been going for a while, but I also have a YouTube channel that I'm I'm teaching young artists how to draw from a Christian worldview. So I've got some demo um, videos on there of just me drawing and talking about it. Uh, sometimes I'll attack a particular issue and, and do a drawing and, and present something about that. Sometimes we see people drawing God in cartoons, this old man with glasses, and he's sitting at a computer with a long beard, and he's this old guy. Should we be embracing cartoons like that? So I, I talk about the problems and and how people approach the Bible sometimes with, with their artwork. And so it's really a philosophy of cartooning and illustration. And I want young artists to grow in their artwork, but do it from a biblical point of view and not run into a lot of the problems that the world inflicts on us that worldly thinking that can get in the way and you know have their creative license be a clean license with okay i'm not going to do this i want to follow god and do this so that's uh, really the point of my youtube channel so there are things you could do as a cartoonist that might get you more views and you're going those are lines that i will not cross in the way i present things in my drawings and my artwork yeah, well, in the professional world, there's things you'll be asked to do in the secular realm that you're going to go, oh, I can't, I can't draw that. Um, so the same is true for, for if I want to, whatever I'm going to draw on my own. Um, yeah, sure, I could uh, draw some things that would get some more views and things, but as a Christian, I'll willingly sacrifice that uh, that cheat, if you want to put it that way, that that false way of getting something for my own purposes, because I want to glorify God with my artwork. And if um, drawing certain topics and certain ways and certain subjects cross the line into sinful things, then I don't want people to look at me and go, well, he's a Christian and, and look at that. So that's a huge conflict. So if I wanted you to draw a gay wedding cake. Wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm like, man, you look at the world today. It's crazy. Okay, here's here's one that I found interesting. Um, this white man has violently ended more black lives than any known serial killer. And the media is not even outraged. There's no protests, no arrests, no trial, and he's not in prison. Why? And then it shows you because he's an abortion doctor. That's why. Oh my the 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 truth taught. It was oh my goodness. I don't even know if I should say that, but yeah, that's what I was gonna say. If you're confused about that, oh my goodness. The truth taught in one cartoon here is a powerful thought. And and this is where 
worldviews are almost caught more than they're taught. And you're trying to get people to catch an idea here, aren't you? Yeah, there's some shock factor there, too. I, I don't want to misrepresent people, but I think that's a, an appropriate thing to do. And, and uh, children need to be valued, and they're not. They're not thought of as valuable life. And, uh, and so we kind of put them in a different category. But yeah, an or- abortion doctor, I think, could be rightly viewed that way. So it's, it's uh, catching attention, and sometimes shock factor is something that I use as a cartoonist. <laughs> This, this concept is so good. So good. Uh, I do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of president of the United States and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States, which our founding fathers founded on God's word. And then you show this like hand holding the world and the the caption from the world is, we're in charge now. And they really feel like, they're in charge of something when they are not in charge at all. What a powerful depiction of, uh, of this truth. Is that a concept that just you've always had, or did you hear that somewhere and you think, okay, I got to represent that? You know, I can't remember exactly where that came from, but just the, 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 the pride that some people have when they're taking over, like now either party, I have to explain either party could have that, that same pride. So this doesn't necessarily have to be one political party or the other, but I sensed that that pride of yes, now we're in charge type of thing, and I thought, wait a minute, God is sovereign, and so I think that that kind of is where that idea came from. Now I just taught a Sunday school class uh, yesterday, and I talked about things that a cartoonist like me doesn't do. Like I just talked about that those pictures of that old man God that uh, right. so many cartoonists will, will do to get the laugh. And usually in doing so, God is the butt of the joke, which again, I'm not going to do that. He deserves our honor and praise. Um, but then I had to explain now, which there's a cartoon that I actually did where I did draw a representation of God. And so I kind of came clean in a sense, but I wanted to say, I think I, I did this in a biblical way because the verse right next to God's hand as he's holding the earth talks about, and this is a common imagery in scripture, the hand of God. Yes. And so I think that that's, that's okay. At least that's where I've pun intended drawn the line. Um, <laughs> and so I, I, I think God is magnified in, in how that was drawn versus the, the old decrepit man with, with glasses on. Too good. Well, these are powerful images and you can learn a lot from just from just one image. Let's see, I had another one here. And then, uh, by the way, uh, if you're on Facebook or on YouTube, uh, joining me social media, thank you guys. I'm going to cut you off here in just a second. But before we do, Dan, I got this crazy idea. Uh, I don't know if you'd be up for it, but we like to do a giveaway in the show. Um, you're, I've seen you draw caricatures. So there's one of Aaron Rodgers, you know, caricature. You got Whoopi Goldberg uh, caricature talking about her and how she really is the racist. Um, uh, what do you think about, would you be willing to um, uh, take one of our Creation Today partners and actually next time you do a, a truth jab or something like that, could could you let them be one of the, you gotta, you'd have to make them one of the good people, not the bad people, okay? Because they're, they're the ones on team creation here. Could you like, could you like create them as part of your truth jab? Is that something that like, yeah, that, you could do that. 
You know, I've actually done that before in years past when I worked at Answers in Genesis. Um, I did a little contest and I put someone's face in an After Eden cartoon. So I surely could do that for a, a Truth Jabs. I love so, it. This is so now, cool. You have to promise that the reference is going to be really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, if you're a Creation Today partner, that means you've gone to creationtoday.org and you've partnered with us uh, and you're you're with me right now on, on Zoom. Please, I need you to make a comment. Um, uh, what kind of comment? What, what should we have them say in the comments to register as somebody who could win this? Uh, I want to be a cartoon. You know, I want to be just make the comment. I want to be a cartoon. That's perfect. And and what we'll have you guys do is we'll have you uh, if if we select you, we'll have you send in a picture, and then we'll send that to Dan. And Dan, you'll you'll you you can make them look like that. I will do that. You, you will you will like it. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, so if you want to be in a cartoon, I wanted to end truth jabs. Please uh, make, just make that comment. I want to be in a cartoon, and we'll pick one of you guys. That's too fun. That's too fun. And then um, you're doing these, the truth jabs. They're like they're a weekly thing. You're doing these all the time. Yes, that's a, a once a week cartoon feature for Reasons for Hope, and uh, it's it's more of an editorial, current event driven cartoon. Uh, a little different from some of the cartoons I've drawn in the past. The cartoon features. Um, so it's. Uh, it's driven by current events. I love this. Oh, man. A warning then, a warning now. Wolf and sheep's clothing. <laughs> Wolf and Mickey Mouse clothing is what yeah. we got going on. That was a oh powerful thought. Um, yeah, accept us. Love is love. You know, all of a sudden come short of the glory of God. Whoa, stop. You can't can't put your beliefs on us. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So some of the issues these days are really difficult to draw because um, we've got some hard stuff going on in the world today. And so even when I'm drawing people that we disagree with, I try not to do the pie in the face, make them look ugly on purpose type of thing. So right. when you see those cartoons, know that. And then I put re Bible references in the bottom that talk about salvation and that we're oh. sinners. And I don't just point to them as sinners. We're all sinners. So just a couple other insights into my cartoons. Oh, I love it. Hey, uh, by the way, what's the best way? So if, if pe people joining us on YouTube or Facebook uh, or partners right now, what's the best way for them to connect with you? I mean, it'd be great if they followed your YouTube channel at Dan Letha. Uh, your Facebook page has got a lot of likes and you're always, you're posting cartoons there, your, your work there, right? Yes. Okay, so that's at Dan Letha, dan.letha.cartoonist. If you want to look up his page, Dan Letha Cartoonist. Uh, and then the Reasons for Hope page is another Facebook page they should get on, right? Yes. And then Reasons for Hope has an app where you guys actually release everything you do for free, hundreds of dollars worth of content right there on an app, correct? Yeah, please, please get the app. You know, go to whatever store that your phone uses, type in Reasons for Hope, look for the little blue asterisk. That's kind of our little logo symbol. Download that app. And then you will have access to hundreds of dollars worth of uh, speaker talks and presentations. And my Truth Jabs cartoons are on there. And then um, all my Draw It and Know It uh, video features are on there as well. So you've got a whole library of stuff that you can take with you and have access to on your phone. Oh, I love this. Now, you're going to have to walk us through some of your Draw It and Know It stuff and what you're doing there. Um, I can't pull one of those up and, and show kind of what you're doing here. Uh, looks like this one is a lizard. What's going on with this one? Yeah, well, the, the Draw It and Know It feature is about a 15 to 20-ish minutes long. And um, I draw, I, I break down uh, animals, 
from God's creation so that they're simple drawings that young artists can follow. I draw line by line with them. And then as we're drawing and as I'm coloring it in at the end, I, I talk about the design features of this animal and how uh, it, evolutionists view it, how creationists view it, give glory to God in this lesson. So it's, it's a drawing and creation lesson all at the same time. I, I this is this is too good. I'm I'm looking at this and so this lizard that we're watching right now, you're drawing a lizard and what's yeah, the, the inspiration the bas- for this one? The basilisk lizard is um is a, a miraculous design of God and it's also known as the Jesus lizard. So in this particular video, I tell kids that uh, this has a particular biblical nickname and then I don't reveal that until the end when I show them that it actually runs on water and that's why it's called the Jesus lizard. It's kind of a a funny nickname that uh, people associate being on water with that particular lizard and they know about Jesus and what he did. So uh, then I, I just give glory to God for it. So it's, it's a, it's a great lizard and one of my favorites. I cannot, your, your wife has to love hanging out with you all the time, right? I mean, is that the life of a cartoonist is I'm looking at the shirt you're wearing on your, on your website right now. Cartoonists didn't evolve. God just created them funny. I'm like, this is good stuff, man. This is great stuff. <laughs> Yeah, well, I appreciate the support she gives me. Uh, sometimes living with a cartoonist is not easy because our brains are always going and and I'm always, you know, coming up with stuff. So, <laughs> uh, um, You had one. Oh, what's your one you just did? I got to find it here. The one you did with Hulk. Describe what was going on with that one. Oh, the most recent one? Yes. Um, well, of course, there's the uh, the transgender issue, which, again, is one of those hard things. And uh, it would be easy for me to cross the line and, and try to misrepresent and make things as ugly as possible. But there's an element of uncomfortableness and inappropriateness and just just this isn't right that that I think I can show and still have that shock value. Well, um, Hulk, the, the She-Hulk video uh, TV show just came out not too long ago. And so I thought, why don't I take the Hulk? And then make him like he wants to be uh, transgender too, and have the shock factor there. So um, I, I show the Hulk in this long red hair, and he's got lipstick and makeup and stuff on, and he's saying, "I I am She Hulk too," you know, <laughs> type of thing. And so there's hopefully the people go, "Oh, that's that's not right," yeah. type of thing. I'm, that's what I'm shooting for, um, <laughs> and to see that why wouldn't that be something that that Marvel would do down the road because that's the, the that's the agenda that they're pushing, right? Ah, we are facing a crazy world. Uh, is it is it easier as time has gone on? Do you find yourself having lots more material to pull from in these last, you know, seven, eight, nine years uh, with all the craziness going on? Or does it just scare you even more with what's happening? <laughs> I think it's a balance of both. I mean, surely the world is coming up with newer ways to sin and uh, anti-God philosophies to embrace. So there's a lot of that stuff, but it it's so difficult. Um, young kids being carved up trans, the whole transgender movement and the world embracing that. Yeah. And so when you, uh, when you put a cartoon out that has biblical worldview in it, the, the world sees that as so offensive mm. that it's, it's getting harder and harder to communicate truth with images that, um, that maybe five years ago would have had a bigger audience and more respect. But uh, so just the, the idea of how to communicate those hard and difficult ideas in a way that the world will look at those 
and and you don't burn the bridge you don't build the wall but you you get through you you uh break through and have them see oh there's okay this is the truth and i'm i'm somewhere else and be attracted to it that's that's a real hard thing for me to kind of balance out sometimes i i I can't imagine. I mean, I just know just me traveling and speaking on it, how difficult it is to take these topics that are that that unfortunately, even in the church, people are so sensitive about. And and I get it because I feel like I, I'm guilty of talking about it with the wrong slant, with the wrong angle, rather than saying, hey, I want to start with the love of Christ for mankind and communicate in a way that isn't just getting my my friends, my the, the people that already agree with me to think about it, but how do I communicate in a way that will get somebody who disagrees with me to at least see a point or see a problem or see a see an issue that that that's being raised? Is that that that's a valid, valid thing and something again that I struggle with because I can preach to the choir and it's good to encourage the brothers and sisters. So I do enjoy that. But there are those that are compromised. And so, again, how do you reach them in a way that they'll accept it and look at it and not just discard it? And then there's the world that doesn't want to be biblical anyway. And so you've got all kinds of levels of people that you're trying to reach. And and so when you talk about the love, too, I've got this cartoon feature called Truth Jabs. And so the point there is to, you know, elbow someone and say, hey, wake up. Here's the truth type of thing. That's the spirit of the cartoon. But I don't want to be known as a person that's just constantly like that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be poking people with fingers and pointing fingers and saying, hey, look at how bad they are. And so recently I produced a cartoon that has a has a guy with a flashlight and he's in the dark and he's he's um, illuminating the crowd. Yep, there it is. And so uh, he's finding all kinds of sin in them with that biblical flashlight. He's pointing out their their lust and their pride and all these ugly things that are going on in the news all the time. But then in the last panel or the second panel, he shines that light on himself and he sees, wait a minute. It's not just that I see all these other sinners and the sin going on. I have to check myself and say, wait a minute, I've got issues in my own life too. And I have to remember that I'm a sinner that's saved by grace. God did this for me. And so when I'm pointing that sin out to others, I have to be thinking God can do the same for them and they're valued and they're created in God's image as well. God loves God wants them to know about his love uh, that I've experienced. And so I want to balance out my message and not just be known as the finger, you know, pointer guy. That's powerful. You know, a lot of people have a hard time uh, sharing the gospel, uh, communicating the truth in love. Or um, And I, I sit back and I go, just simply following your Facebook page and sharing these comics these truths that that could literally be a a way to share the gospel throughout social media to to put these on your facebook to put these on your instagram and to just say oh check this out and i mean really that's why reasons for hope has you doing this right it's not just so that they can put it in a presentation when they go speak it's so that the whole world can use these right amen we're we're about equipping people equipping the church to communicate truth to a lost and dying world. And so cartoons are something that attract eyeballs. It's a very popular way of communication. And so that's, I, I am so grateful that they see the value in that. And so that they brought me on almost three years ago 
to uh, to be an illustrator and draw my cartoons and illustrate the slides for the speakers and create videos for the ministry that that arm and equip people. And we certainly do need people to share those things that we post for free. Um, you know, they're paying me a salary and and so we need our support, but we give this stuff to the to the body of Christ for free to share this this most important message to people. Well, and that's the other thing I was going to communicate is, hey, if you want, if you appreciate these, even if you don't appreciate these, which I don't think that's, well, I guess there's some people that they, when they disagree, they don't appreciate. But the point is, hey, I'm always encouraging and, and trying to bring people on the show and encouraging people that watch, hey, if if you don't already have a portion of your giving budget, and hopefully in your personal life, God is allowing you to give more and more and more, and you're, you're growing your donation budget. Man, I just want to encourage you, having a lot of people help out monthly makes a huge difference. And so if, if you would consider uh, going to Reasons for Hope, and just start making a monthly contribution. Just every time you look at one of these, I mean, how, how long how long does one of these take to create? It could take a day or two. Yeah. So if you think, okay, a day or two of somebody's salary uh, to to create this and then get it out there. If you just go, hey, what if I could add five or ten or fifteen bucks a month to be one of the people helping out with getting this truth out there? that's the only way the Christian worldview works here is, is we're depending on Christians to say, yes, do for me what I can't do and let me use it and get it out there. I'm telling you, I, I, I it would be, it would be a great placement of, of some, some financial contribution every single month, knowing that these are being used to help change people's minds. I mean, I kind of look at what you're doing or what reasons for hope is doing. It's, uh, in a sense, this is like the sarcasm of the Babylon Bee sometimes, or sometimes yeah. not the Bee. You're not the Bee and the Babylon Bee wrapped into one in what you're doing here with these things. Uh, is that is that? Can I compare you guys to that? Is that okay? Sure. They use humor. They use sarcasm. They're brilliant at it sometimes. Uh, most of the time, um, you know, I don't agree with all the stuff all the time either. But um, but they're they're brilliant, brilliant people using sarcasm. I think in a in a good way most of the time. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, if you're joining me on social media or if you're listening to our podcast or watching us on the television show, I want to thank you guys for joining the Creation Today show. Fortunately, unfortunately, I got to cut you off right here. We're going to let you guys go. And uh, it's just going to be uh, kind of behind the scenes after this. We let our Creation Today partners have an extra time with our guests and ask questions that they want to ask. If you ever want to consider being a Creation Today partner, just come on over to creationtoday.org. Don't forget, though, before you, or right after this goes off, please go to either danletha.com or go to the, download the Reasons for Hope app, Reasons for Hope on your, uh, on your store, on your, on your mobile device, um, or go to his Facebook page, uh, Dan Letha Cartoonist, uh, and follow <clears throat> and then share. And let's help the world understand the truth. And uh, let's let's use great design and good humor to do that. So thank you guys for joining me. I look forward to seeing you next week at noon right here, uh, wherever you're watching or wherever you're listening. Okay, Dan, I want to continue for our Creation Today partners and really um, really kind of give them some of the behind, more behind the scene of your life and of, of what you do. Uh, thank you for joining us for this engaging conversation. To view this and many more conversations in their entirety, we invite you to partner with us at creationtoday.org slash partner.